Have you ever put your heart and soul into something? Have you ever had big dreams about what your life could look like? Have you ever placed your trust in others with no guarantee that things would work out? Chances are the answer is yes. Chances are you're thinking of a relationship with a man where you devoted all your energy to try to make things work, only to realize that it was not meant to be. In today's Love You podcast, I'm gonna tell you two stories. One is about my marriage. One is about my new website, which is dropping on Tuesday, April 20th. Both of these stories have happy endings. Yours can too. Stick around. I'm Evan Mark Katz, dating coach for smart, strong, successful women, and your personal trainer for love. Welcome to the Love You podcast. Keep listening to discover how to know if your relationship will work out. And if you're watching on YouTube, at the end, you'll get a sneak peek of my new website before it goes live. When we're done, I'll let you know how you could apply to Love You to create a passionate relationship in which you feel safe, heard, and understood. All right. So this is a big day here at the Love You podcast. First, I'm gonna answer one of the most popular questions that I get from women. How can I tell that things are gonna work out? After I'm done, I'm gonna share a quick sneak peek of my new website, evanmarkatz.com, which has been in the works for literally over a year now and is going live next Tuesday, April 20th. And believe it or not, I'm gonna tie those two things together artfully as I can. So I wanna to begin today by asking you to imagine the relationship in which you invested the most time, the most energy, the most passion, the one where you tried the hardest to make it work, the one that you still have a little bit of trouble accepting is not meant to be. So for 17 years, I have listened to women like you tell me your stories, and this is one that's all too familiar, whether I'm hearing the story of a divorced woman who was married for 24 years, or hearing the tale of a woman who stuck around for four years without a wedding ring. There's always one question that I ask, and it's a, not surprisingly a challenging question. When did you know that there was something fundamentally wrong with your relationship? When did you see parts of his personality that were problematic? The answer is very, but not by very much. Three months, six months, one year, Virtually every woman I've ever coached recognized that there were major incompatibilities within that first year of dating. Maybe he had anger issues. Maybe he didn't see you consistently. Maybe he ran hot and cold and wasn't sure if he wanted a future with you or with anybody. Maybe he was highly critical or verbally abusive. Maybe he wasn't sensitive to your needs. Maybe he simply wasn't as nice as he was in the exciting first few months of the relationship. All of my clients saw these red flags in their boyfriends and decided to ignore them. The lucky ones hung on for four years and got dumped. The unlucky ones wasted almost their entire adult lives. Every single one filtered out this evidence of what kind of man and what kind of relationship she had on her hands. Ignoring the fact that he was incapable of making you feel happy or relaxed or at ease. All because sometimes he was nice. Sometimes he said he loved you. Sometimes he made love and felt connected. Sometimes he made you happier than you've ever felt before. Right? These little 
spikes of pleasure. The problem is that these isolated moments don't tell the true story of your relationship. The true story is the silent suffering. It's the constant anxiety of whether you are allowed to speak your mind. And if you do, whether it's going to cause a fight. And if it causes a fight, whether that fight will cause you to break up. It's being lonely within the relationship and feeling trapped because you're convinced, you've convinced yourself that this is what love feels like. Well, love, evidently, is fear and anxiety punctuated with occasional bursts of pleasure. Back in high school, I was the nice guy, you know, nerdy guy who befriended all the beautiful women in hopes that they'd fall for me. That doesn't work, by the way. Right? So take this with a grain of salt. I was a, a bitter, bitter nerd who couldn't get laid. But I figured something out. An asshole, and you can quote me, an asshole is a great guy 80% of the time. He's just 20% too much asshole. So that was wisdom from a 16-year-old virgin. And it turned out to be right. When you're in love, you spend so much time justifying and rationalizing why your relationship should work. He said he loved me. He said he couldn't imagine his life without me. He said I was the most beautiful woman he's ever seen. He said he never felt like this with anybody before. Okay. And those rare moments become markers of what you consider a successful relationship. Even though a vast majority of the time you're agonizing inside about how fragile the whole thing makes you feel. So when the question comes up, how do you know if it's right? I can tell you one way to know that it's wrong, that consistent feeling of fear and anxiety. What you may associate with being in love or feeling butterflies is really a bodily reaction to your own insecurity. This feeling is the opposite of what healthy, lasting love actually feels like. And to be fair, it took me forever to figure this out, like forever to figure this out. Um, my story is oft told, but I'll tell a brief version of it because I think it matters here. The, mo the most certain I ever was that it was meant to be with someone. It was with my girlfriend when I was 31 years old. She was six years older than I was. Always liked older women. Uh, six years older, um, smart, strong, successful, had everything going for her, Ivy League education, nice condo in Santa Monica. A really impressive uh, person, a good, a good person. Um, and I was crazy about her, irrationally crazy about her. I thought I met my soulmate. I thought that was it. This is the one. Within two weeks, we were declaring our love for each other. Um, and I was never more nervous. I, I, it's, it's only in retrospect that I figured that out. But while I was in it, I was thrilled that I met the one and completely anxious, couldn't eat, couldn't sleep, couldn't figure out why. And so as time went on, um, I fell deeper and deeper. And as time went on, in her head, she was realizing, I don't think this guy's the one, which doesn't mean she's wrong, right? More information she gathered, the more she thought after diving into this pool with me, hmm, maybe I should rethink things. So three months into this, where I was head over heels, right? Planning my future, trying to figure out if I was emotionally ready to get married and have kids because she was 38 and I had to move really quickly. Suddenly rugs pulled out from under me and I have to reevaluate everything. 
reevaluate myself, what's wrong with me, nothing, not nothing, but there was nothing wrong with me that caused her to break up. There was nothing I could do, right? And what's wrong with my judgment that I thought this feeling that was so right turned out to be so wrong. And it's because I was substituting blind chemistry and likeness, right? the appearance that we were compatible with actual compatibility. Actual compatibility is about how well the system works, how well the unit works, right? We weren't compatible because I was Jewish and she was Jewish or, you know, we both went to a fancy school. So we both read the New York Times and we met doing volunteer work together. That doesn't make us compatible. That just meant we were similar. So I had to really, really reevaluate what I was valuing, right, as compatible. And it really made me rethink everything in terms of how I was living my life and how I was coaching. Remember, this topic is how do you know when it's right? So I'm telling you the story of the time that I most knew that it was right. And I was completely wrong. Fast forward a few years, I go through some dating, you know, a few, few more prolific years of online dating between 31 and 34. Um, have another girlfriend who is closer to what I'm looking for, but was also not right for me. And I'm suddenly dating someone who I wouldn't have chosen online. Right? We, her profile wouldn't have been impressive. I would have been, wish she wouldn't have found me because she was Catholic. She wasn't looking for a Jewish guy. She was three years old, older than my max age range because I wanted to have two kids. I wasn't going to be looking for older women when I was 34. And we meet at a party and we talk at this potluck and we're talking for five hours. And we shut down the party and we continued the conversation until three in the morning. And we never stopped talking. And it was effortless and it was easy. And when I was talking to her, I wasn't sure that I was hitting on her. It wasn't like an agenda I had. I wasn't trying to figure out where this was going or whether she was my wife or whether even I was going to hook up. It was just an easy, effortless conversation. And at a certain point, I realized, oh, this is what good relationships feel like. It's ease. It is letting down your guard, knowing you can be yourself, not having to worry, not having that sense of anxiety, not having the butterflies the butterflies made me sick to my stomach and stopped me from sleeping. And I thought that was love. So I challenge you to consider every time you've had those butterflies, how's it worked out for you? Yeah, I thought so. So maybe, maybe we reconsider. Maybe that's why you're watching this video today. Maybe you understand and embrace the idea that when things are right, it's not because there's butterflies or rainbows or a sign from God that it's your soulmate. It is the ease, it's the lack of anxiety, it's the feeling of trust, it's the feeling of letting down your hair. And when I say trust, I'm not just talking about like, you know, very basic trust. I'm talking about way beyond, you know, uh, I trust her to not cheat on me. I'm talking about trusting her over the course of time as the mother of my children, trusting her with my bank account, trust her with my life. This is the person. I'm building the foundation of my life on. I talk to women who don't even trust their boyfriends. What the, what's the point of having a boyfriend if you can't trust them? So 
in my relationship and the one that worked, I never had a question as to whether she was going to break up with me. I was never anxious. That's how secure I felt. That was the feeling, secure. From that place of security, I could then evaluate, is this the person I want to marry? So there was a question about, and there should be a question about whether two people should spend the next 40 years together. That's a very reasonable question. But there was never a question about her as a person. I want you to choose men like this. You can't question your guy as to whether he's the kind of person you could build a life with. You have to know that. Then you just have to ask yourself, is this the person I could see myself marrying? And so many women give their power away. You get your hooks into some guy and you're like, oh, I hope this one works out. What am I going to do to make him like me? And you're anxiously hoping he's going to propose. And at a certain point when the relationship goes bad, now you're just, you don't even want the guy. You just want the proposal. You put in your time and you double down on a mistake because you're afraid, because you've put in some time, because you want to get a ring, because you're afraid you can't do better. And then the next thing you know, you're married to someone who makes you feel anxious where you have to constantly work on your relationship to keep your family together. And the next thing you know, you're in your 50s and you wonder, where did I go wrong? You went wrong in the first couple months. You married someone who didn't make you feel safe, heard, and understood. You ignored this vital need for this trust and this ease, even though you didn't have it. And you knew you didn't have it past that first year when the mask slipped and you saw what kind of man you really had on your hand. So as a woman, you have to listen to your emotions. You have to listen to your intuitions instead of ignoring them just because it's inconvenient to start dating again or scary to break up with a guy. As your dating coach, as the creator of Love You, I've taken thousands of women through this process. I give you a little dollops here on my podcast and on YouTube, but Love You is a process. Month one is on confidence. Month two is on meeting men. Month three is on dating. Month four, understanding men. Month five, relationships. Month six, commitment. Every single week, you get access to a half hour of video, audio, transcripts, and exercises that teach you everything you need to know to make smart decisions from a place of confidence and abundance. And after five years of teaching Love You, I realized that my website in its current form wasn't doing a great job of telling the story about what it is that I really do. So just over a year ago, I hired an incredible team of designers to take 1,500 blog posts, 200 podcasts, and all these love you success stories that we've had, clean it up, consolidate it into one tight, awesome, amazing website. And that was the beginning of the hardest project that I've ever tackled. And keep in mind, I have written four books, uh, a dozen screenplays, I've built a number of websites, but this was a completely different ball of wax. This was like, I'm currently living in a house built in the 1960s and I'm gonna buy a plot of land, I'm gonna hire an architect, I'm gonna choose all the materials and I'm gonna build my dream palace from scratch. That's what it was like to build this website. It was so much harder, so much more time consuming, so much more expensive than I planned, 
but I didn't really have a choice. This is just what had to be done to produce the thing that I'm ready to give to you. So I wanted to have this thing up in fall because I started last spring. I wanted to have it up in fall. And then I moved the due date to December 31st. And then I moved the due date to Valentine's Day. And then I moved the date to April 1st. Joke's on me. I fell short of all of those deadlines because I am a terrible perfectionist. I just didn't want to give the old Evan Mark Katz site, which I know you've come to love. I didn't want to give it like a facelift or a paint job. I wanted it to be the best dating and relationship advice site in the entire world, bar none. I want it to be a one-stop shop where you can get all your questions answered, where you can literally go to the blog, Google an answer, and know that I, I've written an article about that. And if you like this article, you're going to like this product that has to do with this article. I mean, the amount of thought we put into organizing it is unparalleled. Right. So you have access to all this free content, plus all my digital programs, all my coaching programs, very easily accessible and easy to understand. And more pointedly for you, since that's what we're here for, whether you're taking a break from dating, whether you're actually dating right now, or whether you're in a relationship, I created a custom journey for you to take when you meet, reach my website. Right. You literally go in there, tell me where you're at in your dating journey, and I will send you specific emails that meet you where you're at. Are you the woman who is everything except your man? You can have the relationship of your dreams and you don't have to change to get it. In Love You, you will gain confidence, let go of unhealthy relationship patterns, learn to trust your judgment, understand and attract quality men, assess long-term compatibility, and create a passionate, unconditionally loving relationship with a partner who puts you first, never lets you down, and always makes you feel safe, heard, and understood. Go to www.evanmarkkatz.com and click on the apply button to get started.